1: Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome to Betches Brides. I'm Trudana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are back um, taking your questions again. We have another uh episode where we're going to take some listener emails if you guys have a question for us if you like these if you'd prefer we kind of do different kinds of questions if you have thoughts on um, other topics you'd like us to cover email brides at betches.com and let us know your thoughts and let us know if you have any questions that you think would be great to help you answer we love
2: hearing from you guys we truly do it really like it's comforting for me at least just to hear like that other people have problems you know
1: Yeah, it's great. I feel like we're all going through like similar things. And so it's nice to have this like community see what the kind of like trending questions are, because a lot of your questions like are based around the same Mm -hmm. thing. So it's good to get to know like what is going on um, with our bitches brides out there. Um, And we have some merch updates, right, Nicole? Yes, we have some exciting merch
2: updates. So we have made all of our tank tops on the Betches Brides. All of the brides tank tops are 50% off, you guys. That's half off. They are really cool. I, I work out in them. I wear them as pajamas. I wear them under sweaters. They're cute. They say like fun little bride sayings. My favorite is the one that says she's not a regular bride. And the cool thing is, I think since they are on sale, sizes are going fast, but like truly they're very versatile. Like you could wear kind of any size. It just depends what you're kind of in the mood for. If you want it to fit looser, tighter, whatever. Um, so yeah, head there, head to betches.co slash brides merch to get that. Um, and check out our other stuff. We have mugs, we have sweatshirts, we have shirts all with fun bridal sayings, and we have more coming. So stay tuned. Sounds like a steal. Really? I, we love a deal. We love a deal, especially as brides. I mean, we're, we're spending on our weddings. So we need a deal these
1: days. We can't pay
2: full price for clothing. Exactly.
1: And we're here to help you save some money. So what are we talking about today? Nicole?
2: Today, we're talking about a whole slew of things, but one of the big things we're talking about is choosing who to walk you down the aisle and kind of some of the history behind it, which I'm excited about. Interesting. Who is, wa- is your dad walking you down the aisle? My father will be. I'm, I'm going that traditional route. He's excited. I'm sure he'll get a little emotional. He likes that kind of stuff. Um, what about you? Wait, actually, I can I guess? Because honestly, okay. I think... I read something that I learned today. I read sure. an article about all of this Jewish weddings. I didn't know this. Do they apparently have the mother and father
1: of the bride? They well, do. I was about to say that, that, that I that's love. a, that's a Jewish wedding thing that it's both parents that walk you down, which I, um, I don't know the reasoning behind. If you know the reasoning, I would love to hear <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, every Jewish wedding I've been to, I've seen uh, both mother and father walk them down the aisle, which I like. And I'd love to hear the history behind that too. But what is it? Give us the history behind like your father, quote unquote, giving you away.
2: Yes. So I read an article on brides.com, the very popular website, and they had this um, wedding historian on to talk about it. And honestly, I want to do an episode about with a wedding historian person. Didn't even know that I love that.
1: Cause we get to find out where all these like archaic wedding traditions mm-hmm. come from that don't make any sense anymore and why we do them. But yep. let's honestly let's stay yeah. tuned.
2: Cause that's coming. Um, so yeah, apparently. Okay. So the historical meaning behind fathers walking the bride down the aisle and giving them away is because, um, it comes, it goes back to whatever the years when arranged marriages were a thing And so it's very, like, it's kind of like an anti-feminist tradition, if you think about it. And apparently I wrote down father's looming presence was to prevent the groom from backing out of these arranged marriages because the grooms used to sometimes, like, I guess, like... the the fact that it's a big financial liability to get married. Cause back in the day when these
1: arranged marriages were a thing, well, the bride's family would have to like almost like pay to get her like off their hands. Like you'd have to get a dowry, right. Mm -hmm. Um, to the Mm -hmm. groom. So it's kind of like you're, it's not even you're like giving away, it's almost like you were like offloading some like financial responsibility onto someone else. Like you take care of her. It's definitely like one of the most anti-feminist things I've ever seen <laughs> but so, is so much about weddings like so much of it sort oh, of yeah. is like is I feel like a um leftover from a period of time where like you had to get married in order to move out of your parents house and you had to mm-hmm. get married like almost like for your family because right. women couldn't like inherit they couldn't like make their own money they couldn't inherit homes or property so like if you weren't married your family was like a little screwed I think right
2: Oh, yeah. oh, And you still see it. I feel like in like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, like the Jewish mothers being like, my my daughter has to be married off. I mean, some people still like still totally think like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, and it's it's funny because it's like back in the day, like they they would give you away to like you are now like as if you're like property, like you're now owned by the groom and his and you're now like right that groom is still is now responsible for like feeding you literally like
1: you're like cattle or something yes like cattle. i'm gonna like i'm i've arranged this marriage so that i can get this female this like lowly right. female off my hands and into like someone else's problem um right, right. and here they would pay like the groom like basically like sometimes in like sheep or cows back in like really far back and then i think like you would actually get paid. I mean, you can see that almost like in Bridgerton where it's like, there's, Mm -hmm. there's like definitely financial motivation behind a lot of old school weddings. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: So thankfully,
1: it's not really like that anymore, but it does exist in in certain parts of society. We just took the
2: specialness out of any anybody who's having their father walk them down the aisle is now like, well, fuck, I don't want. (laughs) No, But I mean, so and then in the article, it was saying, like, obviously, today, that's not the meeting behind it. Like today, it's become more of a modern. It's still a special thing. Like a lot of people still have their father if their father's still alive and whatnot. And if they're close to them, still have their father do it because it's. It is tradition and it's more of like a letting go of your daughter versus like giving right. away. So um that's how I'm gonna choose to think mm-hmm. about it with my dad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's kind of like if we examined every wedding tradition and like there would be no really got into it, we wouldn't want to do any of them. So mm-hmm. there is a little bit of like almost like turning the blind eye towards a lot of these like anti-feminist archaic traditions i mean even the idea of like wearing a white wedding dress is like supposed to be because mm-hmm. you are a virgin virgin and like if you yep. weren't a virgin you were like worth less on the marriage market like the whole like literally i think probably almost every single aspect of weddings probably based in this like very anti-feminist very like misogynistic um yes cultural stuff so We should get into them because I do think it's interesting and I think we would find that all of it is like not really uh, in line with our feminist viewpoints, but I'm tracking um,
2: down the historian and we're going to literally go through every single detail of a traditional wedding ceremony, everything, and I'm going to be like, tell me the history behind this and yeah, we'll probably ruin a lot of people's um, perceptions about weddings, but whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's why we're here to open your eyes. Um but yes. yeah, I think that's just like important to it's kind of important to think about that I think whenever you're getting like worked up over something being exactly like you should like some tradition or some like you know what I mean like I have to have like bridesmaids or I have to have my dad walk mm-hmm. me down or I have to have like a shower or something like that. Like I think if you really look into like why these or things to- exist, you'll realize you don't really need to have them and like in some cases you might not even want them anymore. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We're here to ruin everything for you. We are.
2: That brings us to our first email um, about this topic. I'll go ahead and dive in. It says, hey, Jordana and Nicole, I have a problem I've recently been reminded of that I still haven't dealt with. I know for a long time it was always tradition for the bride's father to walk them down the aisle, which is totally fine and good for those with good father-daughter relationships. But what about those who don't? My dad and I have always had a strange rela- strange relationship and I've already told my mom I want her to walk me down the aisle on my wedding day. Now my issue is I feel like I need to talk to my dad and let him know in a nice way that I prefer to have my mom walk me as her- as her and I have been close my whole life and I don't want him to show up the wed- at the wedding expecting it to be him. My parents are divorced but n- now my close relationship with my mom Was always a point of contention, so it feels especially hard to break it to him that I don't want to keep the tradition from having him walk me down the aisle. Is there any way to break it to him nicely? Our relationship isn't bad, but it's nothing compared to my mom's and my relationship. Is it worth it to ask my mom if she's okay if both of them walk me? I don't know what to do. My wedding is eight months away, and I don't want to leave it to the last minute to decide on what to do. Please help sincerely the child who's always split between two parents. Oh, yeah. What do you think? So, I mean, here's the thing. She says in her email, she says, Is it worth it to ask my mom if she's okay if both of them walk me? I, that was my kind of first inclination. Like, I was like, Here's, the th- she's not that close to her father. She, But she does sense some awkwardness when she does tell him this. Why doesn't she just go the route of kind of having them both do it? And I and she's very, I feel bad for her because she's definitely very concerned about what her parents are going to think. And that's not, she should only be, she should really only be concerned about what she wants to do. It's her wedding. But at the same time, if she's more worried about like, it hurting him or it being awkward. I would just kind of say like, all right, both of you walk me down. It's a quick walk. It's, I know it's symbolic, but why don't both of us just do it? Or if she really wants her mom instead, then I think she can do that. And if I were her, I would address it before getting to the wedding. Just so my dad wouldn't think that it is going to be him and gets there and is like blindsided. But, um, I don't know. I say do both Jewish style.
1: I think she definitely could do both. Like um, if she just really doesn't want to have to like deal, but like, that might be kind of upsetting to him anyway, possibly anyway. I think it's your wedding. You want the person who's closest to you. You want to honor that person who you feel like is close to you and has always been there for you. Um, And it's a really important part of your life and have them walk Mm -hmm. you down. I think like, if that's your mom, Then that's your mom. And like, um, if your dad isn't happy with it, then maybe he should reexamine his relationship with you. Like, Mm -hmm. because like you're basically saying, like, this is a really important time to me. I want the person who I feel the most close to to be next to me. Um, and like that's unfortunately, that's not you. You, And I mean, like, that's kind of just a reality of of Ariana Grande did this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think. Meghan Markle maybe have done or someone else walk, walked her down. But it's kind of like, oh, her mom. Yeah. If if yeah, like don't there's no need to like cater to someone who for just because for the for the purposes of tradition, I think you can say to him, like, listen, like um, mom and I are super close and um, I just it would mean a lot to me if she walked me down the aisle. I'd not try. It's not nothing against you. I just feel like we have this really close relationship and I really want her to be up there with me. Um, and I think take it from there. And his response will either be like anger, which if it's anger, it's really just him being like sad that I guess he's not like in your life like that. But like, I think you just have to be like, this is kind of like our relationship isn't really that strong. And like, that's sort of the reality of what it is that, you know, I'm I'm not like happy about that necessarily, but like when it comes to this thing, this is what it would mean a lot to me if she did it. So like, that's what I'm going to do. And you have to, you'll just have to accept that he might be a little pissed off, but like, People get, get pissed off and then they get over things. Right.
2: But also at the same time, if they really do have that much of a strange relationship and like it's very obvious that she's much closer with her mom, which it sounds like it is, he probably won't be that – hopefully he wouldn't be that mad. He'd he'd hopefully be like, okay, like that makes sense, like right. given the relationship. I would make
1: it more about like the closeness of your relationship with your mom Mm Then about the strained relationship that you have with him. I think you could just say like mom and I are so close that like, it would just mean a lot to me if she walked me down and not make it about him. If he makes it about him, you can address that. You can say like, you know, we're not in the best of places. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like that, but that's not your fault that you're not in the best of places. So like that's equally on him. And if he's upset about that, then he should try to make your relationship better because Mm -hmm. this is kind of like what, uh, the fallout is from that so i think it could be weird but you know what this is a good time to sort of say to someone like you can't treat me however you want um Unexpected. and like if we're not yeah if we're not close mm-hmm. like just because we're family doesn't mean like you're just entitled to like to a certain like just me sort of like eating shit and taking whatever you have and making and nothing it doesn't won't affect you like the way that we you interact with me affects me and really mm-hmm. what it's led me to is feeling closer to this one person that i'd rather be next right. to me at the most important moment in my life.
2: That's true. Like these wedding roles in the ceremony, I know we've talked about this in the past, but like they really are an honor. If you think about it. and people have to earn them. You don't just get to do a special role in the ceremony for being who you are. You I mean, especially
1: that moment. It's kind of like, yeah. you would hope special. they'd be like more authentic. I know in the past we've said like, sometimes it's easier just to like have a bridesmaid that, You don't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like if you're kind of on the fence, it's easier to just do it. But this is like Mm -hmm. really what, like, I think a little bit different in that it's just like one, um, it's like one person. It's one moment. It's not like someone you could just add a million people to. And like, I think it's also like different when it's a parent because you could have like a sort of on the fence friend where it's like. No one really owes you anything. Like they're either like kind right. of close or they're not close. But with a parent, I think it's a much bigger deal. Obviously, like much higher expectations. And if you're not feeling really close to someone, then like I don't feel like you should feel obligated to, to have them, them do that. And if again, if they're upset about it, they should re-examine their relationship with you and like why it's gotten to that point.
2: Exactly. And I say to her, don't like feel like you're this is like weird or anything. I I truly can name like a handful of friends that I just know or I know are closer to their moms and are going to be having their moms walk them down the aisle and not their dads. Like, I don't I feel like this is happening more and more based on everybody's family dynamics and stuff. And you got to do what you want to do when it comes to these situations. So, yeah, definitely. Have you ever felt that fast
0: fashion ick but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you
1: Let's do it. Absolutely love the podcast. Always the highlight of my week. Jordana, I've been listening to You Up forever. My fiance and I say it's the best premarital counseling ever because we can listen together and then talk about every hypothetical relationship topic slash situation slash issue. LOL. Oh, thank you. If you, you guys have that. not listened, check out you, the You Up podcast that I co-host with comedian Jared Fried, where we talk about all things relationships and dating. And we also talk about long term relationships. So you guys might find it helpful as well.
2: And apparently it's premarital counseling.
1: There you go. Premarital counseling. We'll put that on the description. Um, And it felt so lucky that we got engaged during the same month so I can follow along on your journey. Thank you. Sincerely, thank you uh, for all you do. I'm writing in because I've been struggling a little bit with planning with my mother. My mom has so graciously offered to pay for most of our wedding. And because of that, we've definitely gone in on the whole planning process together. I absolutely love her taste and value her opinion more than anyone in my life. She is an amazing person, and I could not love her more or be more thankful for how much she has offered to help us financially. That being said, of course, we do have a budget. Um, As soon as she told us she would be contributing, we carefully went over the budget together line by line and discussed thoroughly what we wanted to prioritize as well as areas we could skimp. Knowing fully how gracious she is being already, I have gone overboard trying to make sure she knows how appreciative I am and how willing I am to help keep this whole event as cost effective as possible. As we've started planning, she was has definitely made herself the designated point person for all vendor communications and, of course, has the final say since she will be the one actually paying them in most cases. However, she is totally unresponsive and has been rather cynical about the whole process. Think Steve Martin and Father of the Bride. Great, off, great movie. Great reference, great movie. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Great one to watch as you're planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, she seems to hate our planner and is always got going on about how she has a has a secret agenda. She thinks she is too chummy with the vendors she is recommending and that she's not really trying to get the best deals for us. My fiance and I don't think this is necessarily true. Uh, true though, and don't get that vibe at all. But because of this, she never responds to any text slash email thread with her, but also just isn't very nice to her or when we talk about her. Secondly, all she can seem to talk about is the price of things. This is where she goes full Steve. In all vendor meetings, she gets very aggressive and paranoid, like everyone is trying to rip us off. I try to be sensitive and find myself saying, let's just choose the cheapest option when it comes to absolutely everything. I understand this can be a stressful time, but I feel like she's just making things more negative and stressful for no reason. We are not even, we're not even close to going over budget, and I'm texting her ways we can save left and right, but nothing seems to put her at ease. Also, at any point, if things seem like they, may not, they might get pricey, I'm always so quick to make sure she knows I will cover it and she doesn't have to, but she just continues to complain and stress. I've cut my guest list down to the bare minimum so I could encourage her to invite some more of her friends, but she refuses, thinking that might make it more fun for her. I also have to bug her six or seven times to get her opinion or signature on something, and she just acts like it's the absolute last thing she has time for. It's slowing everything down, but mostly just making me feel so guilty about having this big wedding in the first place. Overall, I just feel totally drained from trying to appease her and make her feel less stressed. I want her to enjoy this process and I don't know what else I can do. I want to tell her how her attitude has been affecting me, but it seems like that just may- might make everything worse and she would probably take it as a personal attack. Please help. Sincerely, a people pleasing bride. Ooh, This
2: bride needed to let let loose on her mother in this email. This is a long one. Um Yeah. So here's the thing, love the Steve Martin reference because that really, I was Googling YouTube clips of the movie to like refresh myself because I haven't seen the movie in a while and it really did put things into Such a perspective. Good movie. Such a funny movie, yeah. I need to like watch the whole thing now.
1: I feel like Steve Martin a lot of the time also. Yes, <laughs> well, that's the thing. George that's Banks as he's known as in the movie.
2: Yes, so that's what I was going to say. I. It's funny because I, at first I was like, in a sick, twisted way. And I'm not trying to offend her when I say this, but it almost sounds like nice having that person that like guard dog for you in like throughout the wedding planning, who's kind of like, almost like looking, what's the word for it? Like making sure you're not
1: getting like swindled. The,
2: yes. Yeah. The the rug pulled out from under you or whatever the thing yeah. is. And that, cause that, I mean, let's face it planning wedding you will have people who and vendors and stuff who and i'm not like anti-vendors i don't want vendors coming for me but sometimes like that you will be swindled and stuff and not,
1: sometimes you feel like you're paying for stuff and you're like is this like something i really need or really is this necessary. like something i've been like talked into or like right. you know what i mean is this person like really trying to save me money or are they just kind of try like not right right are they getting really into it or whatever
2: Right. And I know that like I've heard from friends and people that like they after planning, they're a little mad at their wedding planner because they're like, you know, I feel like my wedding planner kind of didn't have my back more had like the wedding, the vendors backs and like wanted to like get because some of these wedding planners, I know, like get commission from different vendors if they like bring on a vendor to a wedding right for a couple
1: yeah it's hard to know what like everyone's that everyone has the purest intentions that you're working with exactly and is like you know what i mean actually looking out for you or versus like trying to get you to spend money or like Mm -hmm. trying to make their lives easier by having you spend money like it's easier for obviously a vendor if you just go with the one they send you right the first or or like a planner rather if you go with the one they send you versus like
2: doing your being like i don't like this i don't like
1: this and then they have to work harder um mm-hmm. if you're like a little bit more particular about things
2: exactly so for her though it does seem like from her perspective the mom is just a little too much and getting I think the money thing is annoying like it it surprised me because my advice would have been like oh you know make sure from the beginning to set this budget which they did Sounds they like went did to everything the budget right together here. Right. She's not doing anything wrong. It's really her mom. And I think it's really like you have to think about this. You can plan a budget and everything, but you no one really knows like what it's going to be like planning a wedding until you're in the planning of it. And I think sometimes like people are getting these quotes from vendors and the price is truly shocking them. And they're like, wait, even if it is in budget, they're like, wait, why are flowers costing this much or why are. Yeah. And it kind of shell shocks them.
1: Totally. That's a really good point. I feel like it's kind of the thing where it's like, because most people, I mean, some people have planned, like have gotten married a few times, but most people it's their first time planning a wedding. Right. So it's like, they are not mm-hmm. like they've ever dealt with these vendors before or like, it's not a recurring thing. So it's like, it's, exactly. it, I can see if you see a price that's shocking. What I've done is like asked a lot of people, I get some, I'll also get like, I'm not sure if you you do this too but sometimes I'll get a quote and I'll be like this seems really expensive and so then I'll Mm -hmm. ask like a few of my other friends the prices are obviously never going to be exactly the same because everyone has like a different location and a different venue and a different like scale but I'll if you ask like three or four of your friends like how much did you pay for this you'll usually Mm -hmm. get a sense of like um, what's normal I think you give it give or take I mean again adjusting for like the location and like Mm -hmm. what you're actually getting but and the thing about wedding prices and stuff is I feel like everything's so secretive. Like it's not like people are like, are like really need to
2: normalize talking about transparency around wedding prices.
1: Totally. I feel like there's no, like everyone's like very secretive about how much they're paying for stuff. And like, even the vendors Mm -hmm. are like, not It's everything. So like tailored, AKA like kind of, it can, it can often seem like they're trying to see how much they can get before, um, Mm-hmm. giving you a price or something. Do you know what I mean? Like figuring out yeah. like how likely are you to like just buy whatever they tell you to buy? Oh, for um, sure. So I totally, totally get that. I totally get where her mom is like coming from in the sense. Mm-hmm. Um, But I also think it, I can agree with her. It's like, she's being annoying, but also it's her money. So I can see why she's being more annoying than you. Right. Um, So this is a really tricky one. I think this is a really good email.
2: Yeah. It's a tricky one. I, I, I would just kind of talk to her straight up. And and it says that she's tried the thing where like she'll jump in and be like, it's okay, mom, like I'll cover it if it if it gets too much or if you think this is too pricey, which is good because then that, that gives you a little more control. You're not kind of having to ask her to pay for things that she thinks is too pricey. Um, but I would also kind of just like if you feel like this is a lot and – she's bottlenecking things that's a corporate term we use <laughs> like she mm-hmm. has to bug her like six or seven times for an opinion or a signature I would just like I would just be like does do I really need to to involve my mom this much like can I kind of distance some of these aspects of planning from her and will that help if right. if it's really causing this much stress which it feels
1: it sounds like it is. I think it sounds like her mom wants to be involved because she is paying for it. So I don't think her mom's yeah. gonna be like, yeah, like here's the budget, go spend whatever. It sounds and it, sh- it does sound like it's annoying because for her, I could see where she's like, I do actually really value her taste. I actually do think she said that. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's got a great like sense for this, and she she's great to plan it in in all these ways. But the money aspect is giving her a lot of anxiety. Right. 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 So I think there's like two ways to approach this. The first way that I would try, the first thing I would do is to like say to your mom um, and say it in like, I can, if you're, she's worried about her mom being like feeling personally attacked. So I would just say like, mom, when, when you say these things about the planner swindling us, like I really appreciate it that I feel like you have our backs and that like you you know like obviously have more experience in life and like understand Mm -hmm. uh, and wanting to protect us from like overpaying for things or getting like swindled and I like so appreciate that from you because like we are not good at that at all but when you say like x or I can't get in touch with you or whatever the examples are or like I I need your Mm -hmm. signature and you're not answering or you're constantly thinking that someone's gonna like be pulling one over on us like it makes me really anxious um and it makes me feel like um nervous that we're gonna lose the vendors or it makes me feel like worried because you're like so upset and I don't want to stress you out which makes me stressed stressed out like I would just put it in terms of like your feelings and say like This just it makes me feel really stressed and it kind of it takes like a lot of the fun out of planning. And I love doing this with you because I love your tastes and I love being able to like plan this with you. I feel like it's like a really great experience for us to have. But when you do this, it just makes me feel really anxious and upset. And I feel like if you actually do have a close relationship, that phrasing will make her feel like, Mm
2: -hmm. okay, like
1: let's figure out a solution to this. Do you know what I mean? Like she can figure out a solution with you of being like, okay, maybe. And then you should come with some you should come also to that conversation with some solutions with that solutions. would make you feel less stressed. Yeah. So you can come and say, like, what if like I take you off all these emails with the things and then like I will I'll ask around to my friends who've been married and, and find out like what they're paying for all this stuff so that we can feel like comfortable with the price that we're paying. And then I'll mm-hmm. bring you the final price after I did that. And you can just like, OK, it, and we can have like. We can have like one or two days a, a month where we go over all this stuff and I present you with like all the information so you feel like you full information and knowledge. Whatever. Right.
2: Like I did I've, the research, here it all yeah. is. I love that. You can't go wrong with an I feel statement in a situation like this. She, then totally. then she, she won't see it as a personal attack. I think that'll help her see, like, oh my God, my daughter. I my actions have clearly caused my daughter some stress and I don't want to do that it's her wedding like why would I want to cause her stress and if if you approach it that way that that'll be the result and I think you can only go up from there
1: and I yeah I think that like that's the I I assume most people are like again if you're as long as you're not saying like you're making this process terrible like Mm -hmm. you're being paranoid you're doing like as long as you're not like using those kinds of words with her, which which sounded tacky. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're changing them into just like, when you do this, it makes me feel this. And like, what if we did this instead? I feel like that would work well for everyone. So you could feel confident that we're not, getting played and you know i could feel like less anxious around like you talking to the planner like come with a few different solutions um Mm -hmm. and i feel like she'll be open to them and then if your mom is like truly a difficult such a difficult person that that is not working with her and i think most people are pretty reasonable and can handle that i think most people would be like open to these suggestions but if she is not then you have to say to yourself like is this money worth the stress that i'm having undergoing planning this wedding because like the point of money I think at the end of the day is to make your life easier right Mm -hmm. like it makes planning all these things easier you don't have to like figure out as much to places to budget you can like spend a little more like the whole like when it's at its best I think money is best spent when it helps you like have less stress and have an easier time so if it's not doing that if it's doing the opposite taking money from her you might want to reevaluate like right if you'd rather plan it yourself and not have to deal with that, like how much is it worth it worth to you to be able to not have this stress of dealing with your mother versus like, um, how much she's actually contributing and like figure out some, there's definitely a number. There's a number for dealing with everyone. You know what I mean? Everyone will deal with someone for a price. I would, I would deal
2: for a, a, any free money f- towards my wedding i would be i would be stressed and be happy if you yeah so I'm, if, i mean like there's your everyone stress has their me own. out baby
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah you might just have to like to f- eat it or if you're not willing to be that stressed then like you can just yeah. say like i'm not gonna i'm gonna take less money and i'm gonna deal with these this stuff on my own but i do think like the first step would be like just trying to come with solutions and be grateful and be like um you know, just telling her how some actions are are causing you stress, and I think that if you have a solid relationship, she'll be like amenable to figuring out a yep. way to make you less stressed.
2: Love it. That's very good advice. Yeah. Very good level-headed advice,
1: which we all need during well, our wedding. You, Nicole, as well, as is yours. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. I try. <laughs> I try to be here for you.
2: Okay, so this next email, I love it's for our happily ever after segment. Um, you know, tailored towards relationship advice and marriage advice because we all need that. We're we're planning these weddings after all to hopefully live happily ever after. And Jordana and her U up experience has made her our resident relationship guru, so we love these <laughs> questions. So if you have a happily ever after email, or question or problem that you're facing in your relationship, email us at brides at betches.com. This next one is fun because I never thought I'd be like referencing a Kourtney Kardashian poosh article, but that's what, that's what we have. So we'll get into it. All right, so our listener says, hi, Kourtney Kardashian slash Poosh posted an article recently that sat with me so well, specifically in how I'm handling our wedding situation. Postponed, postponed again. Now I'm doing a mini-money and a party a year later. Exhausting. The article was about toxic positivity or the concept that we all have to stay so positive all the time and that can be so toxic. I struggle with my fiance. I am. I struggle with this with my fiance. I am feeling all of the feelings about our plans, sad, mad, angry, stressed. And he just tries to shove his positivity down my throat or make me feel bad that I'm acting negative. Choose the example from the Kardashian episode where, um, Courtney says, there are people dying. Kim, when Kim's crying about her diamond earring, great episode. Um, Okay, so she says, it leaves me feeling like my feelings are being dismissed or guilty for having these feelings, or alone and isolated that no one can relate, or just generally being judged for not having a better disposition. While I do believe I am blessed and lucky and blah, 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 I think it's also important for me and others to be able to work through the negative feelings and emotions. Thought this could be a good topic to discuss unless I'm alone in these feelings too. And she sent us the article I did take a look at the article and I love this topic and it's funny because I feel I don't know if this is like all guys or just Mike or whatever I just feel like throughout life sometimes it's easier for guys to be more positive especially in situations like this because they're not taking on the brunt of the planning in most cases and so, like, it's kind of easy for the guy to sit there and be like, "Oh, don't worry, like, things will be fine." When they're not like really planning, right. it's like the 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 member in the group project in college or in school or whatever who like doesn't actually do the work, but is just there to like cheer you on and be like, "We'll get an A." And it's like, yeah, but you're not actually doing the work though. So like, like right.
1: I'm the one who has to deal with all the right, exactly. the actual like fallout from having to reschedule and postpone this, but you just have to go to it later.
2: Right. Exactly. So it's easier <laughs> for the right. guy to be positive. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, along those lines, I think that like that's where the good advice really comes in. It's like if that's the case um, and the listener like feels like he's just being positive and not allowing her to either like vent or be upset or work through these issues then like what she should do is again come with like a solution like i think it's totally okay to be like obviously like, piss everything is relative so like Right. You know what I mean? There's always going to be people who have it worse than you. There's always going to be people who have it better than you. So, like, everything is relative. But, like, we're all upset. Able, We're all allowed to be upset over our own struggles. Like, no, just because, Mm -hmm. like, your struggle isn't as intense as someone else's doesn't make it, like, not legitimate. Because, like, in your life, that's, you know what I mean? That's the struggle. So, like, first world problems or not, that's what you're going through. So he should be able to understand that. I totally see that. That being said, I can see why he's, like, like, I can see why he's like being really upset is not going to like do much for us. Like it's right. What is it really going to accomplish? Like, and I do think like maybe that's where the toxic positivity thing comes in. Like, I think you are allowed to be upset. He doesn't have to be upset with you. Mm -hmm. He can be there for you though. That's all you can can support
2: you being right. right.
1: You can't ask him to be more negative, but you can say like, this is really upsetting for me. I'm having a really bad day because I just had to like, and I think if you lay out exactly how it's affected you, he'll feel more empathy for that too, because I had to call Mm -hmm. all these vendors and like, it wasn't working out with one and I had to reschedule. And like, it's just so much back and forth and it's just really stressing me out and taking a lot of the fun out of this day. Like if you give it more context for him rather than Mm -hmm. just like, everything is terrible. um, I think he'll understand it more. And also if you're kind of like, again, like that like solutions oriented thing with him, it'll make him understand it more. If you're like, this is really stressful. Could you contact these people and try to get this price down for us? Or like, could you do this? Here's a way you can help me. I think
2: explaining, like you said, explaining the full like why of why you are so feeling so negative about it will give him the chance to really listen. I know in the article it said like, it's important to listen to your partner and then validate their feelings. And I feel like that way, If she's like, look, I'm really just stressed out and sad because of all I'm just exhausted from doing this postponing and now a mini money and now another party. And she really explains like why she's being and feeling negative. That way he can be like, okay, this all makes sense. Like, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. I acknowledge you're feeling that way. How can I help? And that way, like he'll he'll kind of like want to and feel more inclined to help. And like you said, it's, it's the little things like, like get your fiance to help by like having him just contact a vendor, or own a separate process of yeah. like Mike's doing the whole pre Kena thing. And he's been a great at that. Just give him an A plus at that. Um, and even like the hotel blocks, like him and his mom have been on that. And like, I feel like that's it. that way. Like you're doing it together. You're a team and it's good to kind of start practicing this kind of stuff now before yeah. you get married,
1: because so you don't feel resentful. Yeah, you know what I mean,
2: right, right. And even just the whole topic of like toxic positivity, I think it's kind of good that you're letting him know now. Like, look, I'm not always going to be a sunshine daisy. Like throughout our whole marriage, there will be days when I I am negative, and that's okay. I think as long as there's balance and you're not like constantly negative. But you are allowed right. to be negative sometimes. Totally. Like, but I think you have to, to like,
1: sulk. <laughs> yeah, you can, you're allowed to sulk. You don't have to constantly be positive. And if he wants to be positive, that's totally fine for him. But mm-hmm. you can say like, this is how you can help me. Right. Because like, or help us because it's a wedding and you're, it's your wedding too. Um, but I think you could say like, I'm feeling really shit. And again, I think if you let someone know like why, if you let someone who's t- being toxically positive know why you're feeling shitty and thing. I think it'll help them more understand because all he's seeing is like okay we got to move things like it's fine right but, but if you're like explain the, the reason behind the way you're feeling why you're feeling you could say like I'm feeling really frustrated or I'm feeling really sad that usually helps like I'm feeling really sad because like I had this whole vision for how everything would go and now like mm-hmm. I get that it's totally like a luxury problem but like I just feel kind of let down um I just feel sad that like the day isn't panning out to be the way that I originally thought it was. And I had been thinking about it was for how it was for so long. And I've just put so much time and effort and we put so much money into this that it's just, it makes me feel kind of bad. And I know our wedding will be great, but like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, just for now pretty bad. And like, here's how you, here's how you can help me. Right. Right. you know. And whatever. I don't, I think everyone needs different help in that way. Maybe she does want him to contact people or maybe she's just like, if you could just like not say those things, it might be as simple yeah. as like, if you could just say nothing, like I'm just venting. So like, I don't need you mm-hmm. to like, tell me that it's going to be fine. Like I get that you think that's helping. It's actually just making me feel like I'm not allowed to feel frustrated or upset. So I'd rather you just say, right. say how you want him to respond. Cause he doesn't know how you want him to respond. Ta- He's probably like, I'm being know. helpful by giving you perspective. Do you exactly. know what I mean?
2: If they she never said, know. Like, yeah, I th- I think about it. And I'm like, the times Mike sees that I'm like frustrated about my wedding, I'll just be like over at my desk in our apartment. And I'll just like let out an exasperated, like, Ugh! like a, like a exasperated sound. And he'll be like, what's wrong? And even just having him to like, tell what the situation is. And sometimes he'll be like, well, how about this? Let me contact or he'll just listen. Yeah. It,
1: it helps. It, That's what I'm saying. It helps. And people don't always know, like, the way, the best way that you want them to help. So just tell him. Mm-hmm. He probably thinks he's, like, helping you out by, like, being like, Yes, you know, like, I'll be okay with whatever happens. Like, some for yeah. some people, that would make them feel better. Clearly, it's not for you. So I would just, mm-hmm. like, relay the ideal way that you would like him to respond when you're feeling shitty or frustrated. And, like, if he cares about you, I think he'll take that into into consideration the next time you are having one of these moments where you're feeling really shitty and then he'll respond in a way that doesn't annoy you so much or make you as frustrated or irritated with him
2: love it okay so next we have my favorite favorite segment of the week is unpopular opinions You guys, I love this on the Instagram account. So we pull those from there and we have our audience vote. And basically, it's just different unpopular opinions about weddings. So keep emailing them to us, bridesatbetches.com. Let's
1: do them. What's the first one?
2: The first one is you shouldn't have to pay for transportation for all of your guests. So what does that mean? I know so like, I knew you were gonna ask that okay so I thought about <laughs> this too because it is very we do the question box it's very They they, they can only sit fit a certain amount in
1: like transportation am, where
2: for the sake of this exercise I'm gonna I'm gonna niche it down to it's just the transportation like to and from the reception because you know how sometimes like the mm-hmm. like brides and grooms will hire like from the ceremony or to from the hotel to the ceremony and then they'll hire like trolleys or a bus or something shuttles to take people if the ceremony and um, reception are in different locations they'll hire transportation to take them and then sometimes at the end of the night they'll hire transportation and I think it's definitely a case-by-case basis like it depends on where your venue is. It depends. Like I'm reading a fiction book right now where like the wedding it's about a wedding on like a remote Island. And so obviously the bride and groom are paying for like their guests to to, like boat out to this remote
1: Island. Um, So I've um, is this like more of a like church wedding thing because I've never, every wedding that I've ever been to has had their ceremony and the reception in the same place.
2: This is definitely more of a church wedding thing then. I'm trying to think okay. of other like cases where you wouldn't have the ceremony and reception.
1: Well, where's what I've, I've been to weddings where like the wedding is on Long Island and people, they pay for like buses for transportation to and from the wedding in the city because most people live in the city with the weddings on Long Island. Okay. Which As is always, I, mean I thought like, uh, she paid for one back. Yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah. The, a bus back to the city. I always think that's really nice. I don't think it's necessary, but I think it's like a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. But what I think what most guests, what well, most people in the polls are talking about is what you're talking about in terms of like yes. a some sort of lift from like the ceremony to the reception.
2: Or if if the reception and ceremony are in the same location, it's then going to be a lift from hotel or wherever guests are staying to those location to that location and back. So yeah, okay. basically like transportation in between ceremony and reception and to and from those
1: Are you paying locations. for that from your church to your venue?
2: I'm not. And this is why, okay. so I agree with this. You shouldn't have to pay. Be- only because Annapolis, Maryland is like a very, um. it's the capital. It's like right outside of Baltimore. There's plenty of Uber and plenty of, oper- like my guests are not going to be stranded. Now, if I were doing somewhere else in Maryland where it's literally cornfields and barns, I would pay then because they're not going to be able to get around.
1: Right. Um, how, how far, like how many minutes away is like your, um, ceremony and reception, ceremony reception?
2: are at the same location because uh, again, this is, I've know I've mentioned this in the past, but it's the weirdest situation where Maryland lets you have a Catholic ceremony at your, um, oh, okay. at your venue, so like not outside having it at the, the church. church. Yeah. Got it. So, which is nice. So, and where it's in a hotel, <laughs> So p- a lot of people are going to be staying in that same hotel. So really, you don't have to go far at all for mine. Oh, then
1: so that makes um, total sense.
2: OK. Yeah, literally you just walk upstairs. But we do have room blocks and stuff at uh, surrounding hotels, which are all like, yeah, honestly, walking distance. So really, I'm transportation is literally the least thing of my worries. Right. But I do see why some people do it. If you're getting busy, married right. at, like, remote
1: areas. You don't have to pay for, for, like, any of this shit, right? Like, it's all, like, mm-hmm. nice things that you can do to make your guests' lives more easier that they might think about and appreciate. But none of the stuff... I mean, like, there's no nothing about any of this stuff that's, like, mandatory. Um, but I think it's a nice gesture, especially if it's far away. Like, I always mm-hmm. think those things are nice, but it's, like, people will figure out how to get there if you don't... Right. If you don't provide it. Right. So, right. our so with the the actual thing is what it's um transport paying for transportation is for all your you shouldn't have to pay for transportation for all your guests. I agree, but like agree. it's nice. I don't think you have right. to, but it's, it's nice. It's a nice th- if
2: you have extra budget. Like, and I do see the I have heard of a lot of Long Island weddings doing the city thing because, you know, if it's people in their twenties and thirties, a lot of those people still live in Manhattan and whatnot. So. I do love that. And I probably would if I were doing that type of wedding. But um, overall, in general, I agree. And so does our audience. 68% of people agreed that you shouldn't have to pay for transportation for all of your guests. And 32% disagreed. Totally.
1: I think case by case. Examine just how big of a pain in the ass it will be for people to get from one place to the other. And if it's logistically kind of really difficult, then I think that I would would put more emphasis on a budget there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Agree. Right, the next
1: one. Stop playing the song Shout at Weddings. What do you think?
2: I hate this one because I truly love the song Shout at Weddings. I'm
1: <laughs> finding too. out.
2: Okay, really? I oh
1: disagree. Yeah. I, you wouldn't think that I would be like that into it, but I'm actually like team Shout team at Weddings. Shout.
2: Yeah. Uh, same. I, have you ever seen the movie Animal House from back in the day? I like think so. Or
1: parts of it. It's been a really long time. but
2: You would like it. They do shout in that movie at a college party, actually, but looks like a wedding in some parts. But um, it's it's just fun. I don't it's know so I think it's traditional People are
1: drinking. I think it's great. I think like if we're getting ready wedding traditions, I would not start with shout. I think shouts like so much fun.
2: It's funny because so many of every time we've done this on Instagram that this is always submitted as one. I'm like, people must really not like shout anymore because I guess
1: the audience disagrees, though, because they said six only 68 percent of people agreed with the with this with the idea of not playing the song shout at weddings, which I guess we're disagreeing with the audience here. We're team shout.
2: (laughs) We're team shout. I know. It's funny that everybody's like anti shout these days, but whatever. It'll be played at my wedding.
1: If I'm in a post-COVID world where like any sort of synchronized dance thing is happening, it's like happening. I'm gonna be in there, and I'm not even like someone mm-hmm. who would be. So
2: <laughs> you're going all in on the synchronized dances. Seriously. I agree, though.
1: Give like, me the- like a Cotton eyed Joe, I'll be in all of it. <laughs> all of What's it. What's the
2: uh, the cha-cha slide? The oh, yeah. Now I miss those.
1: I know. Oh. As like, if I could be in a in a place where people are maskless dancing, I will do anything that I need to do. Same. I'll be I'll be in all of it. Um, should we do one more? Let's do it. Bachelorettes shouldn't be vacations. So, like, what should they be <laughs> if they're not vacations? This is like a night on the town.
2: Where I was like, uh, we need more info. But for the sake of this, I'm thinking like it's the alternative is them either being like a short semi-local weekend. Like if you live in Pennsylvania, you do like Philly for a night or two. Okay. Or like for us in New York, you do like Hampton, even though that is still a vacation, like a very much a vacation, but um I'm trying to think like the, that would be the alternative. Like instead of going to Miami for a long extended weekend you would do like something more local like Manhattan for a night or two or the Hamptons even like that's, I don't know. That's what I think the alternative would be. Cause I think people are thinking like the bachelorettes that are vacations are like the longer extended weekend, like Thursday to Sunday or even like Wednesday to Sunday, like the longer, like going to Napa with the girls, like those kind of bachelorettes.
1: I'm into any sort of vacation. So I'm always down for a bachelorette vacation. I disagree. I think they should be vacations and Same. there should be more girls trips in our lives. If you can afford them, I'm very into them as vacations. Why should Even guys have all the fun?
2: This year is turning into a big buzzkill because I know that a lot of people are doing like the local bachelorettes. Like I think that's what Kristen, one of our batches brides at batches, is doing, um, I don't I, that I might
1: at this you point You could do a local yeah, and it's still a vacation watching. though it could be like yeah. locally a vacation like you could not yeah. you there's always places like close to your hometown that like you don't just because you don't have to fly doesn't mean it's not a vacation for I think sure. we need to for the next one we need to figure out more specific wording around exactly what these people mean I, I, know. I think well, we might We're all be talking about different things yeah
2: deciding our own well the audience it was a it was a tight one, but 52% of them agreed with this, that they shouldn't be vacations. 48 disagreed. Sounds like about an
1: even split, but
2: yeah, they might've just been confused.
1: We'll get more (laughs) specific in the next round of these polls. We love doing them with you. If you have have anything you think we should pull or any thoughts about that, again, email brides at betches.com. And that is our episode for the week. Um, I think we, we help some people out. What do you think? We did. We covered a lot. Um,
2: yeah. Happy planning. I know it's a buzzkill to be planning a wedding right now, but
1: you guys can hopefully do it. Things we will be looking you.
2: up. Yes. Without trying to yes. be toxically positive.
1: There we go. <laughs> Till death do us part.
0: Betches.